Welcome to Kick Back with Chris. Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. to you by Martialytics. Easy to use, super powerful management software for your martial arts school. Hey everybody, hope you're good. Back for another episode. Um, now, actually, full disclosure, this, what you're going to listen to today, uh, this conversation with Matt was actually recorded, um, was it last week or the week before? Anyway, uh, with all the crazy weather stuff that went on, um, for those that don't know, um, at my school, although it's a relatively new building, um, Quite a smart setup, actually. To be fair, I think most of you have probably seen pictures or videos and stuff. It's a small building, but uh, well, it's not a small building. It's just the training area is a small space. But anyway, anyway, for whatever reason, um, apparently three roofers have looked and said that the roof is absolutely fine, um, but when we get storm weather, it tends to leak um, and turns the gym into a bit of a paddling pool. So uh, yeah, with all the crazy weather we've been going on, I'd going on this last couple of weeks. Uh, my planned recording dates kept going back and back and back. When I say recording dates, I meant this section that I'm actually recording now. So there's my rubbish excuse, um, done and out of the way, so <laughs> we can get on with the rest of the show. So uh, firstly, I wanted to say a big thanks to everybody that's actually bothered to send feedback through after I requested it last week. Really kind of you all. Um, again, apologies for uh, if I didn't get back to you all in full detail. Um, that's partly because of what I've just mentioned and partly because I just have a horrific memory. Um, I tend to scroll back through my messages sometimes and think, oh, that looks really rude. I didn't reply to them. So um, apologies <laughs> especially actually i will actually do a quick full shout out here to baz because uh he sent me a really really comprehensive um explanation and breakdown of ideas and stuff and then i completely forgot to reply there it actually came through just so you know dude came through when i was in the middle of a class uh, when my brain is in class mode oh it, it's got me in so much trouble my wife sent me messages my family have sent me messages um i've had really important callbacks for jobs and i just totally forget i don't know why I think it's, you know, you're in instructor mode, your brain's in a different time zone. Uh, but anyway, sorry, dude. Um, but yes, thank you to everybody that sent back uh, comments, replies, and, and advice. Uh, although saying that, really quite frustratingly, it's a 50-50 split. So, for those of you that are listening and thinking, what is he going on about? Basically, um, I put it out there. We just surpassed the 80th, uh, 80-something episode. And on the run-up to 100, I put it out there after we'd had a bit of a gap. You know, what sort of episodes do you guys prefer? Do you provide, uh, prefer the ones like this, where I'm just waffling on and talking about industry stuff, or do you like the ones where I interview people? Um, because my concern was that, well, it's just ended up being the same people talking about the same things all the time, because there's only so much stuff you can talk about with martial arts before you end up sort of talking about the same stuff. So, yeah, I'm trying to... Um, I think after 80-something episodes, I'm, I'm trying to learn to accept the fact that some people listen to my podcast because they like listening to me, mm-hmm. which I find particularly bizarre. Well, you would do. If you think if you put yourself in that position, it just feels, feels a bit weird. But um, yeah, so it's a 50-50 split. So I think what I'm going to do is just do what I want. <laughs> no, I think what we'll do is we'll try and, we'll try and split it so that um, it's not a guest every week and it's not me waffling every week. It's a good old mix-up. Now, as it would happen, we are still in the midst of trying to get back into a routine and me trying to find my feet with this all again. So um, this is another episode of me and Matt have a good old chinwag about a subject that I know um, I, I put up a status. I actually mentioned this within the, the, the conversation with Matt. Again, which for full disclosure, we did record it um, a week or so back. Um, so there might be references to stuff that's like ancient history and thinking why are you mentioning that now. Uh, but we actually sat down to record that. It was a good 10 days ago, something like that. Um, the content's still relevant, doesn't make any difference. It's just we might reference stuff in the news and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I put up a post on Facebook about um, you know it being okay to have a, a small school because you know there's there's always a well, I feel anyway it's a lot. Some, I don't know this social pressure or industry pressure or you know um, there, there tends to be and this is not me having a dig by the way but there tends to be an awful lot of targeted adverts at, at school owners. You know how to get lots of extra students, that sort of thing. Which again, I don't, I don't have an issue with that. Before anybody starts going off telling tales, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to, to you know, to recruit new members and to to use specific social media ways of driving that. Not at all. But 
I do sometimes feel that people feel a bit pressured into having a certain amount of students and that they have to have a certain square footage of school. And having myself worked in big, big schools and now having my own smaller school and, you know, and I, I do touch on this in the podcast conversation with Matt, you know, uh, getting over 200 members and they're not really liking where I was with the things and uh, the pandemic hit and it, it sort of hit a reset button. You know, I felt it was a, a conversation worth having because I, I'm no doubt at all that there are other people out there having this quandary at the minute, you know. Um, is, is, is it okay to have a small school? Now, somebody actually commented on one of the posts earlier um, when I when I put up that I was going to be having this conversation. You know, well, well that's not a small school. I've only got 30 students. Look, but it's, it's relative, isn't it? You know, it depends on what you're doing. You know, if I was doing this, I'm doing this full time. So I'm in here six, sometimes seven days a week. If I only had 30 students, there'd be something seriously going wrong. <laughs> or maybe seriously right, depending on how you look at it. Now, that person probably only teaches once, maybe twice a week. You know, so that is small for them. Um, it would be you know, unmanageable for me. I, I wouldn't be able to pay the bills. Um, so for me, my small school at the minute is 130. And I don't even mean just small in, in terms of students. I mean small in terms of actual square footage and, and teaching space. I just prefer to run a small school with lower membership numbers. Now, again... It's all relative, isn't it? To some, this, the thought of 130 plus is massive and unmanageable. So yeah, you know, to each their own. But I'm coming at this from my perspective as a full-time school owner. You know, for me, um, I am much happier now with 70 less students. Um, that's not to say that I'm happy that I lost all of those 70 students. Some of them, I'll be honest. Yes, I am quite glad. And then you might ask the question, well, why did you have them? Again, you know, it, you end up in this especially when you're full-time, you end up in this loop, this never-ending perpetual loop of, you know, just trying to get by each day sometimes. And um, you can sometimes become quite easily, and I'm just being straight up with you all here now, you can, if you're not careful, become very numbers-orientated. You know, you're looking at the monthly takings, you're looking at the, the, the students, you're looking at the sales, you're looking at everything. And, it, and it's really easy to fall into that if you're not careful. Um, now, truth be told, I am in a position probably, whereas in the next year or two, I'm going to be looking at options for my school I've, you know, am I going to stay in the building I'm in am I going to move now if I move will I move to a different layout of building yes will that probably mean that my training area is bigger yes more than likely but that doesn't mean that I'm then going to swell the place and you know go back up to 250 plus um, to 250 plus I'm not I'm not it's not on my radar um, you know doing a bit of research for this there are actually some very very financially and again that doesn't necessarily quantify as uh, successful in everybody's books to some success is 20 world champions to some success is building a you know 50 strong instructor team it's different for each person and neither are wrong or right i just want to get that across it's not wrong to have a to be financially driven it's not wrong to be um student success driven they're all just, just whatever path you're on with it you know but um i i think for me personally um i'm happiest now where i'm at with the numbers that I have and as I say there are some schools out there that are you know around the sort of 180 to 200 members that are doing financially fantastically because they've got a really good business model set up um and I'm I'm in a position now where I'm looking to restructure my school um I don't want to make it elitist not by a long shot because there's an off chance it might have some of my students or parents even of students listening to this I'm not going to suddenly jack my prices up or go nuts. Um, I might tweak a few things that are in there for newer members, uh, some different options. I'm looking at bringing back private lessons. I'm looking at uh, providing more online opportunities, of which I'm going to talk about a little bit in a minute. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it's it's okay. Um, it's okay to want to have a small school. And again, just to clarify i'm not coming at this from a consultancy perspective or you know having a dig at anybody because i know that there's a lot of there's a lot of well-established consultants and people that are coming up that fancy themselves as a bit of a consultant um and a lot of times they tend to be focused on how to get more members how to make more money and again there's nothing wrong with that. If that's the journey that you're on, if that's where you're at with your school, if that's what you're looking to achieve, that's fine. You know, it's no one else's business. It's no one else's school. It's what you want to do with it. Crack on with it. All I would say is be prepared for the flight that might come along. Um, rightly or wrongly, not getting into that. That's just how it is. That's the reality of it. So, 
Yeah, before anybody goes off trying to, you know, tell, you know, oh, so Chris has said this, but not interested. Not interested in the slide. Let me do it if you want. It makes no difference. I'm still going to have the discussion. So, yeah, you know, this, this conversation is not about um, trying to be negative about big schools before anybody goes off again. This is just my perspective of, you know, at one point I was pushing for 250 members um, within the building that I've got now, which is crazy. And I've now realized that that isn't actually what I want to do. That's not what I want. Um, and now I'm on a different, you know, I'm, I'm building things back up in a very different, in, it's interesting. I think I actually mentioned this in the, so again, if I, if I double up on anything, mention stuff twice, it's because this was recorded with Matt a little, a little while ago. But with all the awesome systems and a little plug here for Marshallytics, my friends over at Marshallytics.com, sponsors of our podcast. Um, you know, I've been using their systems for, what, seven eight years now and the real really cool thing is you can go back through time with it and see where you were at different points with attendance for each day and over a month etc etc uh student membership numbers the breakdowns of all the different ages and locations and all that sort of stuff it's really cool to get into it all break it all down and you can see where the different lockdowns hit and the line just drops off like crazy Um, and then there's a massive massive surge the numbers go rocketing back up again um, and then the lockdown hits, and poof, the, number, you know, the line goes down again. Interestingly enough, now, this time around, since I've modified my membership types and the type of people I'm trying to attract, that curve, that line is going up much slower. Because one of the problems I think I was, well, I don't think I know, is that it was anybody that made a call or got an email, I went out of my way to get them in the school, even if they, you know, alarm bells are going off. I'm thinking they are not a fit for my school. But they were a number, they were a person, they could get them in. And I, you know, you might think, oh my gosh, that's shocking. But when you remember, you know, trying to get your school back to where it was pre-pandemic, you know, trying to survive, essentially. But that was a big mistake, big mistake. Um, and, you know, I've learned very, I've learned the hard way. You know, trying to build my school back up in a in a sensible manner in a sustainable manner in a way that i am happy with i'm attracting the right people now so hopefully i'm doing the right thing and i'll still have a school in 12 months but we'll see (laughs) we'll see won't we um now i just mentioned the the online courses and stuff now um really cool at the minute i'm working on a, a little little something a little project um that i do actually mention i think matt brings it up in the conversation we have uh, I'm trying to reference stuff. I can't remember what we talked about. But, um, yeah, the the online stuff. I've got a YouTube channel going now. So if you go to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Chris Jones TKD. Got a little YouTube channel going there with some breakdowns of techniques. And I'm going to be doing actual um, clip breakdowns as well where I uh, overview, basically, or review popular clips from MMA, from films, from all sorts of different resources, media outlets. Uh, people kick in and... You know, breaking down the mechanics of it and this and that because that's just what I like to do. Even if only fifteen people watch it, I'd like to do that stuff. So you can go check that out and subscribe and make sure you're ready there for when that all starts to drop. There are, there are actually some tutorial videos and breakdown videos already on there, so um, go check those out. Um, also, I'm going to be offering two different types of uh, training packages where you can send me in video clips and I'll analyze them for you and tell you what you need to change, in my opinion. Um, I'm also going to be offering Zoom sessions online and in-person private training and all sorts of cool stuff. So keep an eye out for a website that's in the midst of being built at this very second. Um, and then hopefully you'll be able to go check that out and uh, book it and yeah, all that good stuff. Right, I think after that waffling for 13 minutes, I think it's about time that we head over to our somewhat late-to-be-posted conversation with our ever-favourite Mittmaster, Matthew Chapman. Brought to you by www.mittmaster.com So, joining me on the phone, as we do every week now, and I say every week because I'm being checked in on now to make sure I do this every week, Mr. Matthew Chapman. Hello, Chris. Yes, this is the second week in a row, eh? I know, we're on a roll, hey? You know what I actually did as well, because I'm nosy? I went through uh, Spotify to check who else had stopped doing podcasting in the same gap that I did. (laughs) And what did you discover? That it's nearly everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right then, there's no problem. I don't feel so bad now. No, I think think there's probably, I think a lot of people probably suffering in the same way that I was in that we just kind of lost a bit of enthusiasm for it with all the the general crapness going on, so... um, 
we'll see. Everyone will come back now. So you'll, everyone will have hundreds of hundreds of podcasts to listen to again. But um, anyway, how are you doing? You good? I'm very well, thank you. Yep, I've uh, been spent the day with a martial arts instructor talking about him possibly moving on in his business. It's quite nice. Uh, Ooh, m- moving on in the sense of to different things altogether, or quite possibly. So it was, uh, oh. it was a good chat. Um, I like helping martial arts instructors. So it's okay, a- okay, very cool, very cool. So I think this it's fair to say. A lot of people right now, I mean, I've done it. We talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I've been presented with that opportunity to to change either their schools completely or you know, move on to different things altogether yeah. um, or take up, you know, opportunities, take over other schools, take up a cheaper lease. You know, um, there's a lot of change in the air. There is indeed, yes. It's quite uh, quite an interesting time, eh? It is, it is. Um, and again, I suppose, depending on how you look at it, some positive, some, you know, there's opportunities and some of it's a bit, oh, crap. <laughs> what are we going to do, you know? Um, but yeah, on that subject, I actually, um, I like every now and again just to pop something on Facebook, just to gauge uh, uh, the vibe, the feeling on things. Because um, one thing that I had, had several you know, conversations with instructors with over the last sort of, I would say sort of six to eight months is one of trying to figure out what it is that they want to do with their school since it's downsized due to the pandemic. Um, and some, you know, some people feeling almost like an industry-based sort of social have X amount of members or, you know, X amount of classes um and, and not that there's as i said this before there's nothing wrong if you want a school four thousand square foot school with a thousand members and 10 full-time staff members absolutely amazing i said i know some people with some amazing schools doing really well with all that sort of stuff but on the flip side if you want a hundred school uh, sorry a hundred student school with a nice you know low number of classes that's also absolutely okay um yeah. And it was interesting to see. I didn't expect to get the amount of replies on that post that I did. Um, yeah, for those who didn't see it, I basically was saying, hey, look, if you want a small school, it's okay. Don't don't feel like you've got to have a huge school. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm there. I'm at that point in the minute. You know, I've, I've gone from just shy of 230 students to 134 as of yesterday. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I'm in a much better place with it all. Much, much better place. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, there is a lot of pressure, I think, um, ever since... Uh, I'm, I'm going to blame the Americans for this, but because yeah. that's what we can do. Yeah, um, we can. The Americans came over in kind of, what was it, 90s, I guess, all those big guys yeah. coming over from America with the, the math system and all of yeah. that, and the, the bigger, better schools. It's kind of... It, it changed the industry, didn't it? And everyone was like, Okay, yeah. Well, so we need mega numbers of students. We need, you know, full time studios. We need staff members. Yeah. We need all of this. Um, I think that was the beginning, or at least that's when I started to perceive it. I don't know. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Sort of. You're looking at your ninety, sort of ninety, ninety six to ninety nine in that sort of window when, right. you know, some of the, you know, bigger school owners at the time started going over to the states and then looking at how they were running things and then bringing those ideas back and then bringing those instructors and school owners over here to teach other people and it kind of all of a sudden exploded um you know it's very much individual based isn't it it's not a it won't fit everybody i've seen some people um i've done it i'll be honest with you i've done it as well um go down that route of fill your school up very, very quickly, you know, look at the bank account and be like, oh my, this is amazing. Yes. And then the reality of it hits, you've got a lot of new problems that will come with that. Um, and I, I, I came from a large school with, with, with high numbers and high numbers of staff. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, so I understand how to implement those systems and, and did it quite easily. But then I was actually running it. I wasn't a staff member there. I was actually in charge and I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. And 
I have no issue with admitting this or that it doesn't make me any less of a school owner or instructor. I am not a people person when it comes to dealing with staff. I'm not. It's not my thing. I've had, I'm on my own with a handful of assistants now and I'm happy. When I had five instructors to look after, there was nothing but stress and and, and aggro all the time. (laughs) I am not any good at it. Um, It's just me. You know, and um, yeah, there was yeah, it was always somebody was upset or somebody's husband's this or da, 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 oh, it's all the time, all <laughs> the time, and I can't be bothered with it. <laughs> I wonder if like most instructors, I mean, I'm the same, um, but I wonder if most instructors feel the same or they, I mean, certain people are more people people than other people, aren't they? Yeah. Certain types of people, but is oh. it a, you can learn? Do you think? Do you reckon? Um, the older you get, the less tolerant you get of. I think to a certain degree, there are things you. I mean, I was very good at pretending to be um, customer service based and polite and happy. <laughs> I, 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 I was very good at pretending to do that for a very long time. But you, you, you put that falsity on for long enough, and it drives you nuts. It really what? does. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not Victor Meldrew around my school constantly, and I'm not like John Kreese and screaming at everybody. And but I don't put on that falsity, that false sort of. Oh, Jimmy's dad is shouting at me. It's okay. I'll accept that. You know, it's like, you know, um, I don't, I don't have much of that left in me anymore after twenty odd years. I don't. Yeah. Did you have I mean, it actually when you started? Or? No. Oh, okay. So that's just how you are, yeah. No, it was my job. I mean, I, I was working for somebody else and we were expected to behave in a certain way and I was be- I was paid to behave in a certain way. So I did. I mean, I, as you know, was people doing all walks of life in different jobs, you know, yeah. um, some people. Some people lend themselves to that a lot easier than others. I mean, I'll give you an example um, and he won't mind me discussing this. He might even hear this. I um, used to work with Andy Crittenden, who's got a massive network of schools in sort of south yorkshire doncaster area um you know he's he's his schools are big you know he has he has a high number of staff members um and we both came up through the same school we worked for the same person we used the same systems day in and day out and our two schools could not now be more different yeah um he is ultra successful at developing staff members and and dealing with them and he doesn't mind from what I can see having a high level of being busy. I yeah. just don't like that side. I just don't, it, it, it's not me. Yeah. Um, I would rather have a school. I'd rather have a class with eight in it. Um, I can't speak for him for class numbers, but I've been to train with his school and you know, there's, there's, I, I mean, I wouldn't even try and count how many there were in there sometimes. It's just absolutely crazy. And, and that's how they operate. Hmm. it's you know to each their own isn't it you know there's nothing but there's nothing wrong with it i think sometimes sometimes school owners feel pressured to have 150 members or 250 members or whatever um and you don't have to there are other ways of doing it of course yeah yeah um yeah so yeah obviously the american influence might have um kind of started that off but i guess in a kind of in a measuring contest <laughs> yeah yeah basically you know amongst martial arts instructors it's like the only thing that you can really kind of brag about talk about really isn't it so how many members yeah. do you oh, i've got 50 oh i've got 200 and so then there's a, an element of oh well i want 200 if he's got 200 and you know how it's a martial arts instructor he's not much of an instructor he, what yeah. he teaches is crap how come he's got 200 and i've got 50 so then you start on a path of trying to keep up with the joneses don't you yeah so to speak i mean i was at a um consultancy event uh wow going back about eight nine years maybe and the very first thing we did was sort of round each person who you were how many members you've got that was the very first thing and i remember it was going around and i was on the furthest to the right so i i could see which way it was going so i knew i was going to be one of the last and they said i'm tim i've got 50 members oh i'm jimmy i've got uh, 40 members and i'm i've got this guy's like oh i'm greg and i've got 80 members you could see him and then it got to me and I was like, oh, I'm Chris, I've got 190 members. And everyone turned and looked at me like, why are you here? Um, and I felt that I had a low number of students. 
Yeah, weird, eh? Yeah, um, and it, I almost felt like, oh, God, I don't actually want to say. It's got and I'm thinking, that's just ridiculous. Why does it matter? Yeah. Um, I am happier now with 134 members than I was when I had 230 members. Way happier. Um, and we've just... No, there's a... I can't remember the name of the school. There's a very successful school. Um, oh, God, I can't remember the name of the family that run it. But they've got sort of... 200 members but they charge a premium rate so they're charging a higher rate for like an exclusivity of being as part of this club yeah um and they're doing really well from it but they've got a low number of students so you know you can either have high numbers at a lower rate or lower numbers at a higher rate and it, it balances out so um it yeah. can do yeah i mean i think it's like you say it's just a personal call and that might change as you evolve as an oh ed- gosh yeah because when you're 20 and you're full of excitement and yeah, I'm a martial arts instructor and yeah, I've got a full-time school. It's like, bring them on, like as many people, as many problems, as many <laughs> issues as possible. It's just fill the classes, add more classes, fill those classes, add more yeah. classes, move to a bigger space, fill that up, move to satellites. So you're kind of hunting at that age, aren't you? For Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, it's, it, it's just being honest with yourself. You know, if, if you're teaching good classes, and you're teaching a good, you know, good quality school, good quality, everything's good, and you, you know, you're focused on making a million. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think sometimes people get their head a bit squiffy about that. It's like there's nothing wrong with having the ambition of being a millionaire and teaching martial arts, as long as what you're putting into it is 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 good quality. There's nothing wrong. It's only when it gets a bit iffy when, you know, dodgy business practices and sort of, you know, three days and Isabel. 50 quid 50 quid for your grade and after three days you know it's when stuff like that starts coming in where it's a bit like you know um yeah. but you know whatever whatever your whatever your end goal is is this absolutely i mean i when i first started out with my school i was very because that's what my background that's where i came that's what i come from and i remember the monthly they used to send out the monthly in, income sheets like a league yes. table yes i remember and, that my focus was on beating the guy that I'd left. I, I, I taught for somebody else for, for a short period of time after I'd been kicked out of the other place I worked at for once yeah. in my own school. <laughs> oh, it, it, young, younger instructors out there, and whenever you're in a staff meeting, if your boss asks you what's your goal is, don't say to have your own school. <laughs> <laughs> Think it, don't say it. I said it. I was sacked a week later. Um, I went and worked for somebody else. It was kind of like an offshoot of their school. And when I left there, I was like, right, I am going to beat their monthly takings within X amount of months. And my head was so into that. That's all I was focused on. And it worked really well because I had that goal. I think it was, um, I think it was to get to three and a half thousand a month or something like that. Right. Um, and we did it very quick. Um, and now, now I'm the other way around. Totally the way. It's not that I don't look at the account ever, what's, I, I, but I'm not like, yeah, I check it, but I'm not all about that at all. Um, it, it, different phases of your, of your teaching, I guess. Yeah, and it, it's what makes you happy, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I guess uh, I know very few martial arts instructors who have like schools that are over 200 um, members who are not quite stressed out by the amount of management um and and organization and problems that they have to deal with because i do these obviously done in a day meetings where i sit down doctors and help them um, build online courses and all of the ones i've sat down with who've got big schools are non-stop on the phone like Mm. we're meant to be working on building their platform together setting up the online business and they're constantly taking calls from staff members who are sick they're dealing with problems so and so has not turned up the equipment's outside the mats are being delivered so to me it seems like and i've been there i had a school a quite large school myself it seems like it was quite stressful it's constantly fighting fires constantly dealing with pressures from staff constantly dealing with 400 members all complaining about different things it's <laughs> yeah so that's part of the reason why i was i obviously jumped ship and and sold my my school but downsizing if i hadn't sold my school i think i would have downsized to 100 adult students only charged a premium and um taught fantastic lessons and, and yeah. just had 100 students there, there was several people that commented on that that thread that I posted saying if they could do it again, that's what they'd do. 
they'd, they'd yeah. have a smaller space, less students, charge a higher rate, um, and enjoy it more. And yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's that's where I'm at with it now. Absolutely, where I'm at, and I guess it it just depends where you're at on that journey. I mean, I was about to say that. Do you think it's like all young martial art instructors up and coming twenty twenty five want a school of five hundred members with you know six thousand square feet, and then they get there, they get burnt, they realise it's it's maybe not sustainable or actually that enjoyable, and they all want them to get back back down to 100 members, but really high-quality members. Do you think mm. it's a journey that every instructor goes through? I don't necessarily know that it's every single one, but I do think it's, it's a significant number. I think, you know, we, you know we're, we're full of ambition and drive, aren't we, as, as you know, 20, you know, 20, 30-year-olds. You know, everybody's – you want to make something. You want to make, you know, prove yourself and – yeah. Um, I, I think there's a lot of that within, you know, as you know, usually with martial artists, we've either we've either come from. A, and I, I know I'm generalizing quite specifically here, but we've we've either come from being bullied or from bullying. We've you know, mm-hmm. we're either the fighter or the, you know, the fight or the flight. We're one or the other. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people that end up teaching that are out to prove a point. Um, to 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 prove themselves to themselves or to other people or you know that little chip on the shoulders you know what I'm saying like you know I I can I can do this and I will do this and um uh, that sort of thing and um which is fine I mean that's that's what you know whatever floats your boat um I'm just over it now (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't care less if somebody judges me based on how many students I've got there I'm I'm not in that place Yes. Um, um, obviously, um, Gordon, Gordon Bircham is yes. uh, is very prominent in the martial arts industry in the UK. And, you know, he's helped a lot of people. I think he's yep. cool. But he seems, uh, as far as I can tell, and obviously I, I don't know what's going on in his mind all the time, but he seems to have got the balance kind of sweet, as yeah. far as I can tell, because he's got a very large centre. Yeah. Um, he's got, I don't know, 200, 300 students. He's got a big team of staff members running it. But mm. it seems like he's managed to separate himself from the day-to-day management of the staff and seems to have quite a nice balance of being able to go in or and go out. I mean, that's the impression he gives. I don't know, the reality might be pulling his hair out and running about, stressing out nonstop. But I look at what he, he's, he's done, and I think he's kind of got it right. He's the person I've seen who's kind of got it right for him. Or, you know, yeah, yeah he, absolutely, 100%. He's got, it, he's got it right for him, but I wouldn't be able to operate like that. I just right. wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't. I, I, I'm. Um, I, I'm awful at delegating. I am simply awful at delegating. We had a we had a full time staff member up until recently. Absolutely fantastic young lad. Um, uh, left for no other reason other than he moved away. He moved to a different yeah. area of the country. Um, you know, with his um, future occupation, he was you know he was training for, which is fair enough. Um, but even he would come in. I was paying him. He would come in and stand and watch me hoover the mats. <laughs> you like hoovering that much i'm i'm not no i just i'm just awful at delegating stuff it's like the mats are dirty it's my school i'll clean my mats it's it's just I, I, that's just how i am and yeah. and some people some of you might listen in and go well you're an idiot and i'm like yeah i agree perhaps i am but it, it's it's just how i am and for years i tried to fight it and right. i've realized it's futile it's pointless it's just who i am you know if i am i'm not i'm not it's not to say that I'm happy running around trying to do everything and wear all the hats, but when I delegate it out, I'm even less happier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but you have, you've got to go through the tough learning process of like delegating something, it going horrifically wrong and you picking up the pieces and supporting it, the person and getting to do it again and it goes wrong again and yeah. again and again and it, again. It, and yeah, again. it's been 20 years now. Do you reckon there's any chance anything's going to change? Really? <laughs> Probably not. No. It's just yeah, exactly. So it's just how I am, and I have no issue with that. I've got it now. I've got the I've got the place. I've got the school now in a place where it works with that. It works with me as the program director, and as the secretary, and as the instructor, and <laughs> as the floor cleaner. It works now because the numbers are lower. Yeah, and and there's there's time to to do, and and I'm happy doing those things. And now, are I, you in danger of the the 
you know, one being the most dangerous number in any sort of business, i.e. if you slip on some ice and break your back, then you have no one to continue running the business or do you have people that yeah yeah step um, up i have people we have people we have um we always have a don't get me wrong i'm not stupid enough to try i mean from the point of view of just safeguarding and from from general day-to-day trying to implement policies and everything correctly doing everything on my own 100 percent isn't safe so yeah we do have other staff members dad works in the business he's, he's yeah. basically works as business manager manager and he comes in and he teaches and he does a you know uh, he f- fixes a lot of stuff i'm not a diy person either i so come from the jeremy clarkson quite, school of diy you're delegating quite a lot actually aren't you when... but i'm not i'm just not doing the things i can't do i'd let your dad do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the stuff i can't do i don't do it basically to be honest with you that, yeah. that's kind of what so yeah, I, I I do have other people in there. We have a, a, a I mean, my my own son. He's he's part of the um, a, a training assist, assistant instructor team. So there are other people in there. But you know, again, it 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 would literally have to be the single worst thing to happen for him not to be here. That that's just me. Um, that's how what you know people have. That's how I'm. That's just how the the parents and. The, the students know me you know I've, I've had a i had knee surgery on friday and then i was teaching on monday wow okay that's just how i am i that's, that's not a, that's not a that's not me going oh look at me i'm tough and blah, 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 blah. i was it was to be honest but that's just me um yeah. you know I, I if i was sat at home my wife my wife would have gone nuts she would have gone nuts. I was better. She literally helped drag me to the car, put me in the back seat, put the front seat down so I could put my leg over the front seat because it was all like not plaster, but all like in a, like a butterfly thing. Drove yeah. me up the road, dumped me out the car. I slid in through the front door and I sat in a chair and taught for five classes. Yeah. Um, and that was better than having me at home, pulling my hair out, checking every five yeah. seconds. What are you doing? What's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? That's what I would have done. Um, yeah, I think it's a good call. You're probably a good idea to go to work in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, so basically, what I, all I, I mean, all I'm saying is, you know, you do what's right for you, and don't don't feel that there's a stereo. There's like a, a set mold. It's not like a jelly mold, is it? It's not like martial arts school jelly mold. This is how you, no. you know. Um, and I, I the the biggest mistake I ever made was um, attempting to franchise not franchise my school but work under another one okay that was the stupidest thing i was only 25 so i knew no better and what what went wrong with that was it just that you didn't like well i couldn't use somebody else's system right you had to find your own way i had to do it my own way i mean i was trying to do it somebody else's way and it worked for them but it did not work for me um it was bizarre. Yeah. I, I don't even know why I did it. Actually, I do. I did it because everybody was doing things like that at the time. Yeah. Um, and we were promised all the riches and success and da da da, da. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some there's some great people out there with like, you know, Gordon's doing it. You've got Matt Fidesz. You've got people defra- and, they, and they know what they're doing. And they, they, you know, clearly they know what they're doing with it. Clearly they know yeah. what they're doing with it. Um, nobody can argue that at all. It's just that it wouldn't work for me. <laughs> because <laughs> um, I'm just too set in my ways. You know, I like my school the way I like my school and I run it the way I run it. And, you know, I don't think, um, I mean, obviously that's n- never a problem. Um, the problem occurs when you compare yourself to other yes. people negatively, right? Because you feel like you should have a six, 6,000 square foot facility and 27 staff members and 400 students and X, Y, and Z on the wall. Well, don't that's you? It. Um, that, that's it. That's pumped out, isn't it? That's it, and that's that's where I've been in the past, and it's 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 ridiculous, you know. Um, well, it's not ridiculous; it's understandable. It's understandable, and 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 I'm glad that I've managed to come out of that space. And um, that's essentially what that post was about. I, you know, it, it's interesting. It's just it's just a general industry thing. A lot of people were messaging me, going, "Who are you talking about?" It's like <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about me they were like no 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 who's saying no 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 i'm not taking a dig at anybody providing a service i'm saying look 
this is me. This is I I've I'm saying I made the mistake of you know thinking I needed to have four hundred members in a four thousand square foot building and sixteen staff members to be seen as successful. Whereas yeah. it's relative. What I view as successful and what somebody else views as successful are totally incompatible. And well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't yes, matter. No, I think everyone wants to be happy, don't they? I mean that's yeah. and that should dictate everything that happens in your business because although you might have five hundred members if you're miserable and hating every second of it, like yeah. I was near the end of my run as a martial arts instructor. Yes. Uh, I just had enough of all the problems and the people and the stress and yeah. the management of people. Uh, it, it was time for me to, you know, do something else, and and I did. Yeah. And was it was it a slow build up or was it one day? I said, I say I've done now. Uh, really? Yeah. I woke up one day and I'm like, I'm finished. I'm done. Wow. <laughs> so, like one morning, obviously, it had been building in the background for quite. a a long time obviously you know and, uh, and uh, i hadn't addressed it in my conscious mind so much because i was just powering through and carrying on like martial arts instructors tend to do but yeah it was literally like i woke up and i thought i don't want to do this anymore i can't i don't you know i want to do something different with my time wow, and how and how do you just stop how do you because it's like well, it's like a <laughs> it's not like you're on a treadmill going 100 miles an hour how do you just jump off well yeah luckily i had another way of creating an income so i had the online business right. and at that point it was bringing in as much as my school was bringing in right so i could just transition but it's still scary because there's no guarantee that the online was going to take off so you know there was a bit of a risk involved in jumping but yeah if i hadn't had that what would i have to do you know would i have to go and set up my own school by myself and only teach 100 adults would i want to start again from the beginning and fight for the first five students like you have to you know and and all of all of that stuff. Do I want to go back twenty years? So, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's difficult, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, that's interesting that you say about that. I mean, I um, I I have not woken up and gone. I don't want to do this anymore. But certainly, of mm. recently, I've I've gone. I can't do this like this anymore. Yeah, well, that's what it was for me. It wasn't so much. Yeah. I don't want to ever teach another martial arts class in my life because I love teaching. Right. Right. But it was, I don't want to run a school of 400 odd members and yeah. deal with everything that goes with that uh, anymore. And, you know, a more sensible thing would be to hand off more of the responsibility to my partners in the business and let them take over and take it to the direction that they want to take it. Yeah. But, you know, being a childish martial arts instructor, I just went, rawr, 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 rawr. and so, <laughs> that's it. I'm out. I'm done. Uh, and luckily I had that opportunity to moving onto the online um yeah god knows what i would have done otherwise very strange mm. well i mean the thing yeah the thing is now that i'm it's only taken me 20 something years but now that i realize that hey you know this place works best with me doing the majority um because that's just how i've that's just how i operate um there's much less um i'm i'm in a happier place with it because i know right okay i'm i'm gonna i'm teaching all these these sessions i'm handing off this small amount to a few people i've only got a few people so i don't really have to manage them so much because the people that i've now got in place are all very very good at just dealing with stuff uh, yeah. without me getting involved so much um and and it, it just means that i'm able to like for example i've i'm trying out um a, a new private trading option um that i've never really done before because i just yeah. didn't have the time or the interest to do it now i have because I'm not knackered. You know, I've just finished teaching. I finished it just before half past seven. Done for the night. Um, whereas before, it was always going up until nine, half nine, every day. Yeah. Every single day. Because that was the only way to get through the members. It was just the only way to do it. Um, yeah. So I'm in a better place. <laughs> I'm not broken all the time. Um, <laughs> and physically and mentally. And, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying out these new these are one-to-one -one sessions in the day because i'm not so knackered or uninterested that i don't want to do it so you know it's i mean and the, the thing is if it all goes completely wrong i know how to put on the customer service face and <laughs> i know how to develop the stuff and i can just go back to it again 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the good thing about it, isn't it? It's like, yeah. it's not all or nothing. Once you no. hit 200 students, you, you could drop down to 150 and see if you prefer that drop down to 100. How's that working for you? Yep. You know, I need a bit more income. Okay, well, then there's other, you know, the classic mistake is a lot in a lot of schools. And um, Luke Burks did a really good talk at this on MabEx about you, you don't necessarily need to add another 100 students if it's an income goal for you. There's other ways of making the money in your business by supplying more services and products to your existing students without having to add more students. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, for example, when, when I first started dabbling with doing the online stuff, I, I basically I recorded all my school syllabus and sold it to my students and they went crazy for it. Absolutely mm. crazy for it at the time. And I'm mm. like, why has it taken me so long to do this? This is just <laughs> so silly. I can't believe it. Um, and yeah, so there's, like you say, there's, there's always, there's always different ways of, of, of generating that income. It doesn't always have to be numbers focused. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to, it, that's the, it's the one good thing that's come out of the pandemic for me. Is it? Yes. It's given me the opportunity to do things that I definitely wouldn't have done. Yeah, I would up. not have cut. Yeah, I would not have cut seventy plus members out of my gym. I would not have done it. That's scary. Right? Gone. So, but it was over. A, it was over a very long period. It right. wasn't a sudden. We'd lost seventy members. We're talking from March twenty twenty through to you know early this year. It, it was a very steady drop off. Um, and I didn't ever let it go below 120. Didn't yeah. let it ever go below 120. If it started dipping to it, I could just jump on Facebook, throw a couple of quid on advert, <laughs> get a couple of... See, you see, I mean, it's, it, it, there's always those options there. I mean, you know, if, I, if I suddenly went, oh, God, I need, I need 40 members quick. Mm. You know, there are... There's just people like yourself. There's, all, there's, there's, there's so many people out there with the experience that... If you do things right, you can generate a high number of leads very, very quickly. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It might look you won't convert them all, but you know that there's there's certainly ways to to boost your membership base very quickly should you suddenly need to. So, um, yeah, it's all good. It is all good, isn't it? It's nice that like uh, we're having this conversation because it's it's a thing that's floating around in the background, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, in, in every meeting of martial arts instructors, there's that kind of unwritten, "How big is your?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How big is your school? Mm. Um, that kind of thing, and then a lot of decisions are based on that, and maybe it's not the right decision. Maybe the question should be instead of "How big is your school?" is like, "How happy are you?" running your martial arts yeah i mean the thing that the interesting thing of it is is of, of a lot of the school owners that i grew up around um or trained with or worked to you know if you ask them that question now how big is your school they would turn around and I'd go i can tell you how big my property portfolio is yeah, yeah true. <laughs> their school has zero members that's how you know so it's um it's relative, isn't it? It's successes. It's relative. You know, success to some one school owner is having ten world champions. To another, yes. it's having you know twenty five staff members or you know five thousand active members. It's just, it's, it's just you know, success is relative to you. It depends what you want. Depends what your lifestyle is. You know, um, I'm happy with my school now. Yeah, and because yeah. I'm happy with my school, I'm putting more time into the podcast. I'm getting back on my online course I'm, because I'm in a better place. Yeah, I got to a point with it where I, I didn't hate training. I didn't hate my. I just sort of disliked martial arts. It's a really it's hard to explain it. Really, mm. I kind of fell out of love with martial arts as a whole. But I liked my own little bubble. Yes, you know, um, and that just meant I wasn't interested in the podcast. I wasn't interested with the online stuff. I just I just didn't even want to watch films or anything with TV. I just didn't want to didn't want to see it. Didn't want to see it. Um, yeah. And now I'm back in a better place with my teaching and my school and everything. And I'm I'm engaged with it all across the board again. So um, it's awesome, dude. It is, isn't it? It's spiffing. happy days, mate. Nice. Literally, happy. literally happy days. So, have you got anything coming up? Anything going on? Mm, probably, but I can't think off the top of my head. <laughs> you did that last time. 
<laughs> yeah, I should write this stuff down before we talk, shouldn't I? Yeah. That one. I, yeah, if people want to find out, just message me on Facebook and I'll remember later on. <laughs> well, um, interestingly enough, we've uh, the the last episode went out and um, it had some nice nice feedback instantly the second it went out. So people are engaged and interested in listening to us having these chinwags. So let's uh and let's did make you sure we... like did you ask them about what they'd like to, you know you yes ask, oh you did okay cool yes they, yes they want to listen to you rant about stuff do they um there's a bit of a it was uh, this is the irritating bit now it was almost a 50 50 split uh, damn it i know so so, yeah. Rant, <laughs> yeah so i am none the wiser um, <laughs> so i think i will alternate between the two really that's good cool so we you know some weeks I'll have a guest on, some weeks I'll just have a gossip with yourself and then you know alternate between the two. Um or I might just actually just make a decision and do what I want, you know. There's <laughs> always that option. <laughs> I like it, Chris. I, I do, like I do. It. Anyway, dude, um uh, well, should we leave it there for this week and we'll uh we'll catch up next week. Oh my lord, that would be insane. It would be, wouldn't it? And whole look at that, three in a row, three weeks in a row. I better not screw it up now. Yeah, I'll nag you because I I like our chat. So we'll speak to you next week, definitely. Definitely do. Right, good to speak. Cheers, mate. You're listening to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Well, there you go, guys. So lots of honesty in there. Um, You know, I think that the the thing with my podcast that I'm wanting more than, than ever at the minute, not that it's never been at the forefront, but it's just to be, straight up honest with you all because i think there's so much fluff and you know um to be straight up not always complete honesty um when it comes to certain areas of the the business side of things so again i'm not says a billion trillion times but not wanting to come across like i'm a consultant or an expert or anything obviously matt's far more knowledgeable which is one of the reasons why we have him on in in that side of things but the struggles that I had with my school were real, and they were what, what you know. I'm pretty sure they weren't unique to me. I think there was probably others out there that maybe in a different way. But you know, certainly um, we've all had our troubles this last sort of two years or so. So I felt it was an in- important conversation to have, and hopefully you guys got something from it. If you didn't, please feel free to send me a load of hate mail. Head over to kickbackpodcast.com. <laughs> no joking. But if you've got any comments or questions or anything you want to suggest, please do head over there, or you can get me on Facebook. Uh, WhatsApp at 07802 You can do it over there. Not a problem at all. Now, uh, on to a couple of other things before we finish up. A uh, little thing that I've seen buzzing around the internet this last couple of weeks. Um, our old friend, Mr. Van Dam, who uh, very, very kindly shared our podcast episode, uh, what was it, two years ago when we did a tribute episode to him. Uh, if, you haven't, if you haven't read that, or not read that, listen to that. I mean, flipping author now. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. It's a pretty fun episode. Um, friends of mine in the industry and, and, and friends from social media are all you know, chipping in with different bits of feedback and thoughts on Mr. Van Damme. Um, but yeah, he, there's, a, there's a little news piece going around which seems a little bit dubious to me. Not in the suggestion that this is potentially his last action film, because I could kind of understand that. But the suggestion that it might be that he's facing off against every villain from every film. Which I thought, well, that that's just going to be ridiculous, because there's going to be lots of people. Um, I think we'll probably see a few highlight people in there, for sure. Um, you know, I hope that this is, you know, I, th- I hope that a lot of time is put into this, and that the right action team is behind it, and it, it gets the attention as potentially his last action movie. Although, I'll be honest with you, I'm always dubious when I hear people say that. I mean, we've had Jet Li say that, we've had Jackie Chan say that, and then they've modified it and said, oh, I didn't actually say that, I said this, it's my last... And, it, you know, it ends up getting modified and changed. And So I am always dubious. But, I mean, hey, it would be great to have, you know, a last hurrah, big, a big finish for him as, a, as, an, as an action star. Although I would like to see him um, in, in more films, because I think he's a... A seriously underrated actor, and um, it would be nice to see him, you know, still throwing a punch or two every now and again, shooting a gun. Maybe not split kicking his age and all that. I get that. I get him not one. Look, 
He's got a good 20 years on me. I wouldn't want to be doing all that sort of stuff in five years, let alone at his age. And I'm, that's not me being ageist or anything. I'm just being real, realistic. It, it, it's pretty destructive on your hips and back doing all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, he's, he's, earned, he's earned the right to a, a a more sedate, a slower pace. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'd love to see him still still acting in roles and, and, and getting the opportunities that I think he deserves. And um, I do think he's a great actor, you know. Again, send me hate mail if you disagree. Um, also, on a personal note, thank you to everybody that voted on the uh, the, the many, many, many votes that I sent out for uh, Shine 21, a fantastic charity local to me. Um, they do fantastic work to help uh, children and families, uh, kids with Down syndrome, and uh, aged between one, I think it's one and six. I want to say one and five. I think it's one and six. Anyway. Oh, no, not one. Birth and six. Oh, I've got to get told off now for saying that wrong. But anyway, thank you all for voting. Uh, we won by a <laughs> pretty significant margin to the next uh, PTA. Um, all, all everybody that was in the the, the you know in, in the competition, they're all worthy of, of of winning. They're all fantastic causes and schools and stuff. But on a personal level, I do like to win. <laughs> I do like to win, and. Um, of course, it's a, it's a personal one because uh, my youngest daughter, uh, you know, uses the services that the charity provides. Um, services that you know uh, otherwise would be incredibly expensive because they're not provided through the NHS, which is a little bit ridiculous. But you know, sign of the times, and we're not getting political. So yes, a big thank you to everybody that lended their vote. It was fantastic to see the support. I did note it each and every one of you that that, that, that voted because I could see on there if you did. Um, you know, it's yeah, it's just really positive, really great to see, and I, I really do thank you all. Okay, so on to the next episode that I have planned. Well, hopefully, I've got it planned. Whether or not we do it is, if I'm honest, 100% down to if you guys send the stuff in, because this is these type of episodes. These the 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 episodes I get asked for so much are the ones where um, people send me in clips and send me in things and I read them out. Uh, usually when we're doing a, like a tribute episode to an actor or a performer or whatever, but they are an absolute nightmare to produce. Seriously, you know I'm I'm, I'm sending stuff to people. Oh yeah yeah, I'll send you stuff in, and then literally thirty minutes before I'm due to record, I'm going. Can you can you send that clip over, please? I really really need it. It's always the way every single time, and this episode is going to be one of those. So, so long as people send stuff in, we'll be able to do it. If you don't, I'll have to do something different. <laughs> Hopefully you do, because it should be a fun episode. So, basically what I'm wanting, instructors, um, students, martial artists out there, we all have, this is more of an instructor thing, to be fair, we've all got funny stories of things that have happened in our classes. And I thought it'd be a really fun episode Especially given all the drama going off in the world at the minute with COVID rules going and, um, you know, all the stuff going off with Russia and Ukraine. And it's, you know, it's all, ah, you know, negativity in the press. I just thought it'd be really cool to do a little fun episode where we talk about all the really funny stuff that's happened in our classes. Now, obviously, it has to be podcast safe. I am absolutely 100% fine with the idea of omitting names if you don't want me to mention your name not a problem you can either send a recording in an audio recording or you can just send it to me as a, as a message whichever works best for you and i'll read it out um but yeah please if you can send them in because it we've all got those stories of really funny stuff that's happened you know i'm not going to share any now because i might need to bank them all up for the episode um but yeah if you can send me in funny things that have happened um, in your classes or at events or anything that you've had going on, things that people say, kids say, kids do, adults do, you know, acc- accidents within, well, obviously, as long as it's, you know, nobody gets seriously injured or anything, but, you know, you know this sort of stuff. You've, you've all got them. Um, I've got some absolute caucus from when I, when I used to work from some, for somebody else, some of the stuff that, <laughs> especially the kids said and the random people that walked in. You know, we've, we've all had the Bruce Lee wannabes walk in and all that sort of stuff. So anyway... If you've got a funny story, send it over to me and I'm going to include it in a compilation episode where I'm going to round them all up. You can either contact me at uh, kickbackpodcast.com at the WhatsApp number, which is business WhatsApp, which is 07802-889-391. You can email me at chrisjonestkd at gmail.com, okay? Or uh, kickbackpodcast at gmail.com, I believe is... Oh, I hope that's right. I've said it now. But anyway, you can... uh, don't use the last one in case that's wrong. 
just go through the website, kickbackpodcast.com, and that definitely comes to the right email address then. Um, but yeah, or you get me on Facebook, obviously. That's the, the alternative. Um, anyway, guys, thanks for listening in. Uh, as I say, it's um, been a bit of a, a, a different one this week. Uh, very much another one of the stopgap while I just get everything sorted out with my ideas for what I want to do with the podcast. Uh, thank you for, for your support. Please, when you see the episodes drop on Facebook, drop it a like at the very least. Even if you don't like it, just, just like it anyway. Um, but as well, give it a share because the more you share it, the more it gets out. The more people listen, the more interaction we get, and the more interaction we get, the more content we can produce. So, you know, it saves me having to blank people on Facebook Messenger at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> so, yeah, please do share it about it. It is appreciated, guys. Uh, and please keep sending in your suggestions because, you know, um, I totally ignore them now, joking. They're always welcome because sometimes people think of things that I've had no idea about even thinking about considering. So, yeah, do that, please. All right, guys, I'm going to leave it there. Have a great rest of your day, week, weekend, whatever it is you've got planned. And I'll catch you all again very soon. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Enjoy our podcast? Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.